Welcome back to another edition of the Untitled Jeff Luck Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Luck, and today it's a 12 questions version of the podcast with Christopher Bell, the Chili Bowl champion, truck series champion, and current Xfinity series driver for Joe Gibbs Racing. I'd never done a 12 questions with Christopher Bell before. For some reason, we didn't do one last year. I feel kind of bad about that, especially since he was doing so well. Uh, Somehow I missed him, but hopefully we'll be making up for that now. But let's just see how he answered the 12 questions in his first crack at it. All right, everybody, I'm here with Christopher Bell. And Christopher, first question is, how often do you have dreams about racing? Well, I haven't dreamed about racing in a while. Um, as As a kid, I used to always have nightmares that I wouldn't be ready in time. So, like, I would... I don't know why, but I would always have nightmares that I would miss my heat race at the Chili Bowl or something, or uh, I don't know, just stuff like that. Like, I wasn't dressed in time, and the next thing you know, your your heat race, the feature's pushing off, and you're trying to get in your car. So I would have those dreams quite frequently whenever I was a kid, but um, recently I haven't dreamed too much about racing. So some people have the late for school dreams, you have the late for the heat race dreams. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you get into someone during a race, intentional or not, does it matter if you apologize? If you intentionally wreck someone, then there's no need to apologize. Um, if it's an accident and you don't, and you really didn't mean to do it, I think uh, you need to make that make that effort to connect with them. Um, I don't know. Generally, if I if I accidentally get into someone, I guess I don't go immediately because everybody's still wound up from the race but uh you know within a couple hours i'll I'll reach out and try and talk to them like via text or something yeah yeah Yeah. what is the biggest compliment someone could give you honestly this is this is going to sound weird but uh growing up following larson's footsteps um the biggest compliment that people have given me is when they compare me to larson Hmm. because he's the greatest race car driver I've, I've seen. And so for people to have me and him in the same conversation, it's pretty cool. That, that doesn't sound weird to me. That's kind of like what I thought would you might say, actually. Like, that That's makes cool. sense. That's yeah. cool. Um, okay, so NASCAR comes to you and says, we're bringing a celebrity to the race. We'd love for you to meet them, maybe host them at the race. Um, who's a celebrity you'd be really excited to host? I don't know. It, I don't really follow too much of the the celebrity scene i guess but um recently i've i mean there are older movies but i just watched right along and uh i get a good laugh out of kevin hart so that'd be kind of cool he'd be fun to hang out with at the track (laughs) yeah he'd make you laugh anyway yeah for sure so in an effort to show their health conscious sport nascar offers the number one pit stall selection for an upcoming race to the first driver willing to go vegan for a month would you be willing to do that no (laughs) I I live on meat, so there's no way. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Okay, now it's time for the random race challenge. Uh, I picked a random race from your career, and you have to tell me where you finished in this race. I'll be good at this. Oh, you you have a good memory? Yeah. Okay, well, then I probably didn't go hard enough because I was trying – I was like, there's not enough NASCAR races to where – 
I feel like you you would probably remember most of the NASCAR races. If you picked a dirt race in 2013, I'd tell you where I finished. Okay, well, let's see. Where did you finish in the 2014 Belleville Nationals feature? Second. No. Uh, third. No, sorry, fourth. I think it was uh, Rico won. Rico won. Um, I finished fourth. You did finish fourth. Yep. Yes. <laughs> sorry, 15, I finished second to Clawson. So how do you how do you have such a good memory for race? I can't even remember races from this year. Not that I was in the car, but I don't know, man. Like it's that's just something that that I've always had. Like I, if you, for the most part, you can tell me any race, and I'll I'll be able to tell you where I finished uh, and pretty much how the race went. I remember at the fourteen uh, Belleville in twenty fourteen, the dash is what lines you up for the feature, and. I think me and Rico were running first and second in the dash, and uh, I thought I had a flat tire. So I pulled in, so I finished last in the dash, which was sixth, or sixth or eighth, and I didn't have a flat, so I felt really dumb. My confidence was beat down, and Keith, the car owner, was mad at me because I pulled in and didn't have anything wrong with the car. And then I started in the back and just couldn't make my way up through there. Wow. Well, you got to fourth. Yeah, I did get to fourth, so that was that was okay. Okay. Um Christopher, who's the best rapper alive? Eminem. Eminem, okay. Yeah. yeah. He's got a long track record. Yeah, so whenever I was a kid, I used to love listening to Eminem, and I could actually pretty much rap or sing his most of his songs word for word. So wow, even cool. now? If it comes uh, on the radio, like you can still sing I along to it? Kind I lose of? some parts of it, Yeah. yeah, if the right song comes on. Okay. Uh, who has the most punchable face in NASCAR? <laughs> Oh man, the uh, the driver of the number sixty car has wrecked me a couple times. They have rotating drivers. Yeah, I think we know which one it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so NASCAR enlists three famous Americans to be part of your race team for just one weekend. It's part of a publicity push they're doing. They're going to bring Taylor Swift, LeBron, and Tom Hanks to the track to be part of your team. You have to pick one to be your spotter. One to be your crew chief and one to be your motorhome driver. So out of Taylor Swift, LeBron, and Tom Hanks, which do you want to assign to which position? Taylor Swift, motorhome driver. Okay. Um, Just to be fun to hang out with? Yeah, she looks good, too. <laughs> um, so what do we got? Tom Hanks and LeBron? Yep. For spotter and crew chief. Uh-huh. I guess I'd have to put Le- LeBron on the spotter stand, and that leaves Tom on the pit box. You feel like Tom's leadership is going to help steer your team in the right direction there? Uh, yeah, and I, I don't see LeBron being a crew chief. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Um, what is the key to finding the best pre-race bathroom? Uh, that's that's Donald's job, man. He uh, he's he's always scoping it out for me. So um, sometimes they're tough to come by. There's a lot of these racetracks that we go to, and it it sucks. Like you're, that's that's a problem. You really? know, it shouldn't be a problem. You know, so that's uh, porta pissers on pit road is a must have. You gotta have them. Yeah, you have to wait in line sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. Uh, where where do we go? That's bad recently. Um, Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, we had like five or six drivers lined up at Vegas waiting to. Go into the porta potty. Wow, so, yeah, yeah, that's not good. Yeah, that's, it's an issue. It's yeah. a real issue. 
So NASCAR decides it misses the highlight reel value brought by Carl Edwards' backflips, and it wants to find somebody new to be the backflipping guy. Uh, how much would they have to pay you to be that guy next after your next win? Well, I think they just need to. They just need to give Daniel Hamrick a different tapered spacer and, and <laughs> come back. So, no, he, he Daniel he's been doing it ever since I can remember. He just haven't hasn't had the opportunity to win a NASCAR. So, uh, there's a guy out there that will do it if he ever wins. So, and he will win at some point. Um, that's not for me. He says he can do it standing flat-footed on the ground. You is you think that's true? I've seen him do it. Oh, so okay. yeah, yeah. You've seen it with your own eyes. Yep. Okay. So, uh, so each week I ask a question from the last driver. Um, so this last one was with Larson. That's why I wanted to pick you, actually, because I thought it would be fun if he made a question for you. So his question for you is, what year will you win your first World of Outlaws championship? That's a great question. So I'm in Xfinity now. Um the, the hard part is you don't know how long your NASCAR career is going to last. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after you're done with your NASCAR career, do you have the opportunity to go outlaw racing? Uh, but that would that's a dream of mine. Um, so I'd say I'm 23 now. I would say 50 is too old to win an outlaw championship. Mm-hmm. So maybe 20, hopefully by... 20 years from now would be 38, right? 2038. Hopefully by 2038, I'm an outlaw champion. So you have a long enough NASCAR career, but you don't want to get too old to where you're not not competitive. Exactly. Yeah, you have to find the right window there. Okay. Um, So I actually don't know who the next interview is going to be with. So do you have a question I could just ask another driver in general? I wish you knew who he was going to be with. I know. I wish I did too. I guess just uh, what... What what drives you? What That's drives you to be? Why do you go race? Do you go race for, or you know, yeah? Just what what drives you? Yeah, that's really interesting. Maybe I should put that permanently on there for next year. But yeah, thank you, Christopher, for doing this. Appreciate it. No problem. All right, everybody. So there you have it, Christopher Bell. Uh, coming up with the question for the next guy, which he didn't know at the time, is going to be Noah Gregson. So Noah Gregson is next week's 12 questions. And the next podcast you're going to hear is with Zane Stoddard, who is the vice president of entertainment marketing and content development for NASCAR, which is a fancy way of saying he's the guy sort of in charge of putting together all the movie and TV projects for NASCAR. He was executive producer of Logan Lucky, things like that. So uh, I sat down with him on the morning of the Fontana race right before he was about to host all those celebrities and want to talk to him about all that he does from the L.A. office and how he got to where he is for the How I Got Here series. So that's coming out on Thursday. Then no post-race podcast this week because it's Easter. It's an off week, the first off week of the year and the last off week until June. So there won't be a post-race podcast, but I hope everybody is going to have a great Easter anyway. I do have some quick patron shout outs before we go and these are people who have pledged ten dollars or more per month on my patreon which is patreon.com slash jeff underscore gluck and they're responsible for helping me get to the track and do these interviews even when there's no race like martinsville this week i didn't get to stay for the race so bummed about that 
but uh, at least I got to do some interviews. So uh, this week I want to thank Aaron Peach, Patrick Long, Ann Parker, and Daniel Baker, who said he listens to these podcasts on his way to work as part of his daily commute. So, uh, Daniel, I hope you have a, a good day at work if you're on your way there now. And uh, for the rest of you, thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you next time on the Untitled Jeff Buck Podcast.